0: This baby hits 88 miles per hour. gotta see some serious oh! Holy shnikes. Shit,
1: don't get scared. Hold on to your butt. Party on, dudes. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 69. 69. ha. <laughs> When Harry Met Lloyd.
2: Uh, I appreciate you keeping that very appropriate. That's very. Uh, Yeah,
1: you know, that that sequel came out in early 2000s, but it was 490 sequel, so back off. (laughs) (laughs) It's in canon.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Look it up.
1: With me, as always, are my fellow dummies. Dummies. I was <laughs> I was thinking that one. I wasn't gonna go there because I was afraid of hurting your feelings.
2: Colin Harmon. I wish I had like any quote ready from the Crash Test Dummies TV show.
0: Like mm-hmm. now you're worried about hurting our feelings. About and that? Wes yeah. Allen. Why in the
1: frog? <laughs> okay. I knew you liked that one. I, I can tell this you. is gonna be a good one. It's been a while. It's been a while, guys. Yeah. How you been doing?
2: Oh man, it's been. I've been working out. Uh, I've, I could I've, tell I've, I, Right They can probably hear That I've been working Yes uh, yeah, You I've, can definitely I, Hear that kind of thing You sound I've, very muscular Well that's normal uh, that I've been faking true. up Until this moment But now <laughs> Yes And that's uh, Yeah good overall Good overall
1: What people don't know Is that Colin is actually 5 foot 3 Yep And uh, <laughs> 110 pounds Yep
2: so. very, Got some very new stilts That uh, help all my <laughs> Trends coach not drag Which is nice
1: Yeah so uh, Lots of news has happened Since what, we last how, did,
0: What about Wes How's Wes doing
1: I, oh, how are you doing, Wes? I thought uh, he wasn't going to offer. I'm it up. okay. Okay.
0: Tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah. Is it
1: really? Yeah. Oh man! You're happy 15, birthday! 15 years old. Can you believe it? Yeah. Boy, oh. is my face red. Almost skipped over that. <laughs> well, happy fine. birthday, Wes. I'm offended that there was no presents
0: waiting for me. That's uh, in the mail. Oh, okay, yeah. they'll be there. True. Well, you guys are my
1: true presents in life. Oh. oh
2: man, it's just being in your presence is my present.
1: <laughs> okay, moving on. So <laughs> <we're> anyway. <laughs> We've had a lot of things happen in the world of retro news, so we're... I mean, this might actually be a pretty long episode, depending on how things go. People have died. People are... things are being rebooted. Mm. People are maybe rebooted. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But then there's also (laughs) things that have happened, things that have been released that we need to review, such as The Lion King. Mm. I know... Wes is itching to talk about it. We had Rocco's Modern Life, Static Clean, finally release on Netflix, so we're gonna review all those things. So let's get started, as we always do. Um, this whole new segment we like to call it a recurrent affair.
2: You know, what's interesting about that song is when I do a comedy special, I've already asked if I have the rights to that for my opening.
0: That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. ask people not to clap. Yeah. Like just play hey, that.
2: You shut your dang out. mouths and hands. <laughs> Don't slap your meat hands together and listen to this song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we will kick it off like we always do with you. the people who have passed on. So let's get it over with because there is unfortunately- Because they did. More Take us home usual. tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. <coughs> Appropriate. Eddie Money, R.I.P. Uh, esophageal cancer. Did I, did I pronounce that right? I, I think it's esophageal. 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 Yeah. Cancer. He uh, was 75 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, last I remember h- seeing him, it was for that Geico commercial.
0: What Geico commercial? i sure he loves that.
1: Uh, it was Geico, right? Where it was uh, Two Tickets to Paradise. It was ah. like uh, he uh, was at a travel agency mm-hmm. <laughs> singing Two Tickets to Paradise, anyway. That sounds right. Got um, so, some hits. I don't <laughs> know if you guys have any kind words, nice words to say about Eddie Money. Do you have any memories tied to, to Mr. Money?
0: I like the Take Me Home Tonight, I like that song a lot. On a, it's on plenty of mixes of mine, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't
2: know if I have any specific <laughs> niceties. Um, I did see the other day, I forget where it was on. might have been on Twitter. I saw Kid Rock did a cool like cover r- k- tribute. Oh, nice. It's not really that nice. No. <laughs> I was <laughs> that's trying that's to be positive. I've always
0: wanted to hear Kid Rock doing editing money. So. Oh
2: Well, the internet <laughs> will provide.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, moving on. R.A.P. Rick Okasek. Bless you. Yes, <laughs> another musician, lead, si- lead singer of the Cars, also and cars seventy-five. Too.
2: Yeah,
1: he uh, he died the 75 of seventy-five club. <laughs> All right, guys, this is serious <laughs> business Sorry. here. very serious. <laughs> he died of a cardiovascular disease. So, do you have any memories tied to Cars? Do you get um, the Cars. Excuse me. I know there are not good Cars band. or Cars Two or Cars Three, Colin. <laughs>
0: He cut you off there. <laughs> he did. You don't yeah. know what to say now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well isn't it kind of coincidental that he died of an automobile vascular disease?
1: Card. Yo, <laughs> All right, guys, we're not going to do this anymore if we're going to make fun of people dying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so irreverent.
2: You're you're aware that you're in my presence. And uh, the terrifying. Cars
0: were a very influential band. They, they were. They were one of the Voss first new wave bands that was that big in true. the 80s, and I'm sad to see their lead singer yeah. go
1: there.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Wes, for <laughs> redeeming all of myself.
1: I'm I'm afraid to say the next one. RIP Robert Axelrod, mm-hmm. who was the voice of Lord Zedd in the Power Rangers movie, mm-hmm. the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And one of my show. favorite 90s and films. The show. And what and the show? Did yeah. he come to the show? I don't remember both? Lord Zedd being in the show.
0: Yeah, he was in the second season
1: or whatever. Oh. Keep up. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. I was yeah. thinking of Ivan Ooze is what I was. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah he yeah, he I'm
0: was sure. 70. He wasn't 75. Yeah, yeah. Five years I, short. I thought he brought something. He was probably one of the like better parts of Power Rangers that wasn't like cheesy. I thought yeah. that was a. He didn't really have much to do with the like look of him, but it was very like creepy yeah. look for like Power Rangers and everything. He was and, a very
1: scary like.
0: And his voice, it wasn't cheesy like a lot of the other yeah. villains were, like uh, Rita Repulsa. Like, right. Granted, she had to do a lot of lip, like uh, off of the the uh, what do you call it.
2: ADR?
1: Yes. <laughs> Is that lip syncing? I don't know what your no, translation uh, English they, they had
0: to do a lot of voice dubbing for her. Right. right. So, yeah, like, yeah. Um, she didn't really, she couldn't really control, like, how the expressions were, were or anything. But yeah. he had an open book because he was wearing a mask or whatever. So he could kind of do right. whatever he wanted yeah. with it. But hmm. he had a good voice for it. It's definitely creepy. Very.
1: I definitely had a Lord Zed toy action figure.
0: I did too and his body was very unproportional, he had a <laughs> tiny head and a huge chest yes. and I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> 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 so attention.
2: I appreciate your memory of that, it's nice.
1: R.I.P. Uh, Russi Taylor, is it Russi or Rusi?
2: Russi? Russ. <laughs> the palace
1: R.I.P. Rusty Taylor, um, <laughs> Rusty did the voice of uh, a lot of Disney characters, Minnie Mouse, uh, Huey, Dewey, Louie, and DuckTales. Mm. Uh, she also did the voice of Martin Prince. Do you from remember? From The Simpsons. From The Simpsons, yeah. Oh, okay. Ah. okay. Yeah, The uh, he's very nerdy. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of a quote from him. Uh, <laughs> I choo, choo, choose you. <laughs> no, that's Ralph. Oh, yeah, that is uh, Ralph. Dang yeah. it. Uh, it's kind of the first thing that pops into my mind. is not a quote, but a song he sings. He's dancing around Nelson when Nelson helps him out in something, and he thinks he's like best friends with him. Uh, and he's like, Hark to the tail of Nelson! <laughs> uh, it's like prancing around him. Uh,
2: I didn't realize that was the same voice as Minnie Mouse. That's weird for Yeah, me that was
1: crazy.
0: So next time you see that, you're going to. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Which is now a Disney property, The Simpsons. Yeah.
1: So it goes right together.
0: One paycheck, and now. she did uh, Gonzo on the Muppet Babies as well. Crazy, yeah.
1: That's I mean that's super talented. I mean they, those don't those voices do not sound alike. No. I can kind of hear it in the Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, but uh, those are yeah. It's very she's very good. She was a very good voice actress. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, apparently she voiced many the longest out of. Obviously, she wasn't the original many voice, but she played. She voiced many the oh, longest. That's interesting. And apparently, her husband, who she was married to, who died recently, he was the voice of Mickey.
2: Oh, which is crazy. Is that how they met? I guess I don't know. I would hope so. What a crazy
0: coincidence! Yeah. If it wasn't, you're both hired. <laughs> <laughs> she that's was seventy five. Oh. She was 75.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I guess that's our new life expectancy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> or at least theirs.
1: Okay. So away with the things that uh, have passed on. And now we can now start let's joking go, about stuff. Yeah. Oh. Let's go back to the things that are being revived or rebooted. And first thing is apparently there's going to be a Home Alone reboot because why not? <sighs> And uh, Disney plus man they are building their Empire and it's uh, I guess it's is it going to be a show or a movie or a short film
0: I think it's a movie yeah, is it a movie I've, I've okay. heard movie but like I don't. Bob Iger kind of like just threw out there like you know neither museum and a bunch of other franchises and he threw home alone in there and said that they're doing a reimagining of these types of franchises so mm-hmm. I don't know what that means Um I read somewhere and I couldn't find it anymore but like it, it sounded like they might do a reversal of like having the adults be the person that is like is being terrorized by a kid or oh, something. That's interesting. It's <laughs> like, weird. But it's like home loan just doesn't work now because of technology. Right. Like it just wouldn't work. <laughs>
2: Alexa call 911. <9-1-1. laughs> <laughs> Salt.
1: Um, well, you know, if they cut the power and then uh, knock over a cell tower, and that's true, uh, yeah, you yeah, can do it. Mm-hmm. Let's all let's just all sit and think about then how all we of can America kidnap a child alone. or rob a house.
2: How would I kidnap a child <laughs> if I had to do that again? Um, are you
1: are you guys going <laughs> to subscribe
0: to Disney Plus?
1: I'm trying to convince my wife it's a good idea, but we'll see how it goes. I for me, it's the Marvel the Marvel properties I want to yeah. see. So. Yeah. I'm see. excited
0: for that Mandalorian series. The yeah, Star Wars one. Yeah,
1: that's yeah Looks good.
2: Yeah, I think I've been trying to figure out if I can like if it's justifiable for the cost because they're supposedly going to be very strict about uh, like sharing logins and that kind of stuff. So, of course
1: they are because like, Disney is really struggling for money right now. They
2: really are. <laughs> I don't know if they are or not. Um,
0: well, they're doing like a package deal with Hulu and ESPN as well you could get like a packages deal for like 12 bucks or mm-hmm. something hmm. so
2: yeah I'll, have to, I'll have to do a little bit of mathematics okay. to figure that so, out I mean it's
0: not much like compared to Netflix it's like you know basically half the cost
2: yeah I'm gonna cancel my Netflix when this comes out
0: yeah just keep I keep thinking I'm like man Netflix is not gonna have a lot because a lot of the stuff on there was Disney properties and Marvel and everything so like
2: yeah, but they're leaning so hard to their original content right now too.
1: Yeah, but I don't watch most of it.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: did you
1: guys? Uh, Good. Did you guys ever watch? I know what you did last summer. Mm, yes. Colin, mm, looking at you.
2: I don't think so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck because there's now going to be a TV series. Oh, thank goodness! Based on I know what you did <laughs> last summer. <laughs>
0: He's uh, been holding off seeing the movie until
2: they uh, have the like, TV series. I'll watch it when it's on television. But none of this silver <laughs> screen stuff.
1: Uh, I remember watching that movie in the theater and being, you know, freaked out because I was probably too young to see it. Mm-hmm. It well, was just, basically about the Gordon Fisherman going and terrorizing teenagers when they thought they had killed him. And he's yeah, getting it. It was it, just his like, his like kind of
0: an offshoot of all the the scream yeah, movies, and all the, scream crazy, the like nineties slasher stuff yeah. and. It's definitely not as good as Scream. No. But, um, yeah.
2: I, I think my knowledge of it is from seeing Scary Movie. <laughs> I think that's why I'm like, maybe, but yeah. I didn't.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty ridiculous premise, but, uh, they're making a TV series out of it, which is interesting to me. Is this, like, just this fisherman guy, or, yeah, I don't remember what. Yeah. I don't know if that was his, uh, actual, um, Career, but that's what he looked like because he kind of looked like a he, he was. Like a, he had like he a, a hook, you know, and yeah. a fisherman's jacket. He was a or, fisherman, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah. um, I don't know if he's blue collar gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's going to be like Dexter, and there's just like one serial killer that's they're trying to catch, and uh, he's murdering people, and hmm. I don't know.
0: Meddling kids.
1: As <laughs> meddling kids. Or maybe it's going to be based on him, like Dexter, and he's going to be the protagonist, and they're, we're going to be rooting mm. for him to kill people. Yeah, I um. hate
0: teenagers, so I hope that's the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> everybody who ever made fun of him in high school.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry to all the teenagers that listen to our podcast. Yeah, both of you, I'm sorry.
1: Anyway, the, the <laughs> original producer of the movie itself is going to be involved with it, so there's that.
0: Hmm. And James Wan.
1: And James Wan. And then there's James Wan, <laughs> who did Saw, which is great, <laughs> but then he did Aquaman, which is not so
2: great—not so. as great.
1: But it makes sense since if it, if it's a fisherman, he did Aquaman. Uh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Uh,
2: he's yeah. on brand. Got it.
1: Okay, let's peanut move butter on and this. jelly. We spent way too much time on this one. Uh, let's get
0: on to the real stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: the real stuff. But did you guys watch Ghost Rider as a as a kid on PBS? Ghost, not I, and not the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider with a D. with the <laughs> chain. Yeah, uh, I Ghost her
0: wa- I watched it sometimes in school. Really? sometimes like they would wheel it in and we watch it in school for oh, that's i guess because it's pbs and yeah. they just assume that i don't remember it being super educational but yeah,
1: i remember <laughs> watching it we were being babysat by a family that didn't have cable and it uh-huh. was just the worst mm. yeah um and so that was what we had to watch was ghost rider uh, when we got home from school and they were watching us and huh. i actually didn't hate it
2: is that when you and your family moved to lancaster pennsylvania for a little while there <laughs> you're helping like barn raise and that kind of stuff and we're like oh, only PBS yes exactly yeah. we're like yeah got it you have to crank the television <laughs> like it's how it worked
1: so anyway Ghost Rider if you don't know the premise of it basically it, it was an actual ghost that helped them solve mysteries right was yeah. that what it was
0: yeah but it could only talk to him in the form of writing yeah. words so I don't know if that was inspired by
1: you know the situation in the bible where there's a hand writing on the wall yeah it was
0: definitely based off the bible <laughs>
2: was it sponsored by like Bic pens or something like that like, yeah. it was like Brought to you by Pentel. Yeah, um,
0: but it's going to be on all of these that we've mentioned so far has been on streaming services. This is going to be on that's, Apple TV Plus. That's going to continue. That's yeah. going to
1: get worse and worse. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, Apple TV Plus. It's going to be that, and it's you know probably going to be educational, like the other one was. Can't uh, wait for free. Amazon Plus. <laughs> yep. Amazon Plus. Mm-hmm. Netflix. CBS Plus. Plus.
2: Yep. Plexus what plus. does this
1: equal? Yeah. The VH1 plus. Yeah.
2: I think uh, it's just adding. Sure. It's just continuing to add to my demise.
1: Well, we're getting <laughs> what we we all asked for, right? We all wanted to get rid of cable and then this is now we have now, 15 streaming services. Now we have to pay $10 per channel. It's wireless so. though. So good. <laughs> Yay. All right, another thing that's being remade and this one is kind of like a why? And that's Face Off. Yeah. You guys remember Face Off? I try not yeah. to. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Yeah.
0: I've actually never actually watched the movie. I, remember, I know everything about it, and yeah. my parents loved it. And but yeah. like I've just never sat down and watched it.
1: I remember watching it, but I remember very little from it. Yeah. It is a kind of a ridiculous premise because they obviously replace each other's faces, mm-hmm. but not each other's bodies. So, mm-hmm. but they still have different body types, but they still were confused for each other, I never really understand that. St- understood that even as a kid. So.
0: I feel like the only reason that movie worked well was because of the actors that were doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like it was the premise so much. Yeah. Right.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> You're correct. Well, it's one of those ridiculous 90s action movies yeah. that, it, you know, it still worked because it was a 90s action movie and they were always entertaining to watch, so. Um. Yeah, I remember
0: making it a lot, it, was, it made a lot of money when it came out,
1: but. Yeah. Well, this one's going to be produced by Neil H. Morris, Moritz, yeah. Moritz, Mo Wrights. Moritz, and uh, he More did the Ritz. Fast and Furious franchise, which is very popular. So it's done well, Should be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be mindless action, which is it's a genre that I enjoy. What so if it ends up being like
2: uh, a Cars Four type thing, and they just change like the bumpers of cars, and that's their faces <laughs> changing, like and it's like some weird. Pixar Spinner. Okay,
1: off. before we go too far deep down that road, how about we. Is that the fourth, like, Cars reference? I
2: think it's my ninth <laughs> Cars reference. How
1: something. about we talk about. Actors that we think would replace John Travolta and Nick Cage, like what? What kind of? What's the actor equivalent of the 2019 version of Face Kevin Off? I think Kevin
0: Hart should play both roles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want Kevin Hart and Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger to do the They're yeah, Be it, something completely. No, off. it would be no, another do Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that it would be twins, but like as a r- guys. Come on. Then it's the the version of that that's right now is Kevin Hart and The Rock.
2: Uh huh. That's Old, what that would. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if that's you did good. Kevin Hart and Danny DeVito? It's at least a similar size. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Perfect. Bad. Yeah, I like it.
1: Okay, so <laughs> there's going to be a new sequel to you know I, I feel like a comedy classic coming to America, uh-huh. and it's coming to number two America.
2: Let's see what they did there? Yeah, that's yep. clever. And it's the same name.
1: Eddie it's like Inc. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are coming back, so it's like a legit sequel. That is pretty wild. How do you guys feel about this?
0: I'm game for it. Yeah. I, I, Eddie Murphy hasn't done much lately, but I feel like he's kind of, he's gonna be hosting SNL later this year, and uh, I watched him on Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, which, like, I'm very surprised by his personality. It's not what I expect, but like, I really kind of relate to him and his personality and Hmm. everything, which is great, I never ever would have thought that.
2: Right. Did, you did watch the comedians in yeah. cars with him. It, have you watched that already, Corey? I haven't. No. Uh, if I remember it right, he he kind of was saying like I, he kind of got off the stand up circuit for a long time yeah. uh, because he didn't feel like he could do it well. Hmm. Right now, like he's so out of it. Right now, like just him just jumping back in, he feels like it's he would suck at it.
0: And he seems. Pretty introverted for what you would expect of him. Yeah, like I I feel like even Jerry Seinfeld was kind of thrown off by the conversational aspect of Mm -hmm. it. Like he was very kind of like inward thinking. Well, I mean,
1: that makes a lot of sense because to be a stand-up, you have to go and fail a whole bunch. Yeah, when you're starting out. So if he's been away from it for a really long time, it's basically like starting from scratch. Yeah, and so you're gonna have to get out there, and now you're you have your name tied to it, so people are gonna be expecting a lot from you. Before you even get out there. So, I, I would definitely relate to that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, you know, I'm hesitant because you you have your, like, you know, Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. And Anchorman 2, although that wasn't as much of a gap. Uh, just the sequels to comedies that we know and love don't ever really hit. So,
2: yeah. I feel like it is one that they'll have to update the comedy timing and style a bit. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. uh, both of them are great. I think they're both super funny. The problem
1: is, though, since comedy has changed, the people who would see this movie still are nostalgic about the old style of comedy right? and yeah. would prefer the old style of comedy, but the new generation would not prefer that. And so which way do you go with that? Do you appeal yeah, to the tough. new generation, or do you to appeal to the people who are going to be buying the ticket because it's coming to America? It, it's
0: know? almost like they... Eddie Murphy and O'Shea Hall like, would do their classic comedy style but have newer actors in it that ha- that bring the modern style to right. it. Yeah, like so. Kevin Hart.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna be in everything. Maybe Danny DeVito, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, he definitely has He's a modern relevant. style yeah. kind of comedy. Uh, definitely,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, Always, always Sunny in Philadelphia is a very, very funny show.
2: It's true, it's doing quite well. Uh,
1: are you afraid of the dark?
2: Yes, sorry, oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wasn't a question. Oh,
2: it seemed like a question. It was just a dramatic pause. Oh. I'll
0: keep it up.
1: So they're bringing it back. It's I guess it's like a limited series, right? It's not like a movie, right? but it's a Yeah, of,
0: which is weird because I think that they are working on a movie as well, but this is a limited three-episode series. It's
1: like almost kind of like Sherlock. they're testing it out. That's what yeah. it feels like. They're kind of testing it out for the new generation of kids. The trailer is out, and- you should definitely check it out, I'll put it in the show notes. It uh it looks like I thought it would. It's like Are You Afraid of the Dark, but awesome CG, like way better than our nineties technology did. Yeah, it's yeah. shot really well too. Yeah, right? it like. You looks think of good. Are You
0: Afraid of the Dark and it was like film it was like garbage, yeah. but like it look it holds up to a lot of the things that are out right. now, but it's like still seems like it could be kinda Preteen friendly and all that kind of stuff. Like, it doesn't seem like it's going to take it too far, but it, it seems like it's like the right amount of scary. Which for is right interesting now.
1: because technology has progressed so much, there's the possibility that you could make it too scary just because it's so realistic. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when we were kids, obviously your imagination runs wild, but if you look at the technology from the 90s show, it doesn't hold up because it's so bad and so cheesy and not yeah. as realistic but now it's like super realistic. So yeah. is that then too scary for kids just because it's you can do a lot more. And with like it? there's
0: not a whole lot of scary things for kids now, so it's like you don't know what their tolerance is right now. Yeah. Which is probably too low.
1: Yeah, yeah compared to that.
0: like the things that we kind of were exposed to as kids.
1: I would assume they're more desensitized than we were. Maybe. Yeah, in they've, some seen, they've all seen some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark was a staple in my childhood, and I don't even like scary things. So uh, I'm actually pretty excited. I'll I'll probably sit down and watch this. I still love it, so I'm definitely going to check it out.
0: It, It has a different premise, though. Like, it has the Midnight Society... But it seems like if, as they're telling the story, the story is, like, coming to life to them and they're or, or they're kind of sucked into the story. Yeah. So the Midnight Society is actually the kids that are going through all this stuff. So it's a little different premise, but yeah. still seems good. Yeah, that'd be interesting.
1: Which that definitely – that premise wouldn't be sustainable over a full series, so I Oh, yeah, that. for sure. But, uh, yeah, maybe this does well, and then they actually bring back a series and have the whole – sitting around the campfire telling ghost stories. That'd it's very possible. So another sequel that we've talked about, Bad F- Bad Boys for Life, new Bad Boys, um, Bad Boys 3. Mm-hmm. The trailer has been released already, which is crazy to me because I feel like we just started filming it. But They just wrapped. I don't know about you guys, but it got me pretty excited. I, I'm excited for it. I am a sucker for your old 90s action movies. I feel mm-hmm. like action movies were in their prime in the 90s, and this is one of those, man. Michael Bay doesn't really carry over to the new millennium because it's gotten so ridiculous but <laughs> this if he kind of harkens back to the 90s with this and takes out the whole like cg stuff that he leans into is he direct i don't know cool. if he's
2: he's not directing this one is he
1: he's a part of it though isn't he uh, okay well he's a part of everything so probably yeah i mean i'm sure he's at least <laughs> producing so i don't know i you guys watched the, the trailer right how do you yeah. how do you feel about it
2: yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, I enjoyed the first one more than I thought I would. Like, it kind of exceeded my expectations when I first saw the original one. Uh, so I think in some sense, like, even the fact that it's... It's not, like, a year later. It's, like, yeah. this much time has passed since the original one. I think it's going to be really, really fun.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, Will Smith is, you know, still on as a game. So, like, I feel yeah. like Martin Lawrence is the one that, like, you're kind of <laughs> questionable about. But I feel like he seems great mm-hmm. still. So... um
1: yeah, I think yeah.
2: Martin Lawrence. Like for how many years Martin Lawrence has gotten older. I think Will Smith has gotten younger. <laughs> it definitely does seem somehow.
1: That way. <laughs> well, I take it back. I just fact check. I don't see Michael Bay's name anywhere in here. So, mm. so it's gonna be maybe, good. Yeah, maybe it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer's still a part of it. So there's that. Sorry to all um, the
0: Michael Bay's that are listening. Yeah, both Indeed. of you
1: guys. But I, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to this, man. I I, I still freaking love Will Smith. It's hard just. I don't know how anybody could not like Will Smith unless they were like born after the '90s and just never <laughs> got his style. Sorry, teenagers that are listening. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> no, yeah. But I think it'll be good. They filmed a lot of it in Atlanta too, which is yeah. fun.
0: And I think they're filming *Coming to America* in Atlanta as well. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Something I really liked about this trailer mm-hmm. is the music that they they put they combined. Bad Boys for Life and the old like Bad Boys uh, song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very clever, very and clever. I also am a sucker for Bad Boys for Life. I lo- that's one of my all-time favorite 90s rap songs. It's a good one, yeah. Uh, so this, that got me hyped up.
0: Is this the third movie?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This I is couldn't
0: remember if there was a third or a fourth one.
2: Okay. I think it's third. The third one.
1: So there was a short film that was released... That was based on Jurassic World, mm-hmm. and it's called Jurassic World: Battle at Big Rock. And Wes, we have to kind of lean into you on this one because Colin and I kind of just heard about it today. Apparently, yeah, I totally <laughs> crapped the bed. <button>. Well, it <laughs> just, it just it. came out a couple of days. Okay, ago. Okay, so I, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And like, kind of explain what it's all about. Go well, ahead,
0: it's uh, it aired on FX on Sunday night. I'm just, always watching effects yes. too so how did I miss it <laughs> yeah I know watching reruns quality of programming Ghostbusters yeah. answer the call yeah. for the 50th time yeah. um, so it's eight minutes long so it is very much a short film and it's it's directed by Colin Trevorrow or is that his last name I forget Chivago. <laughs> whatever what, he directed the first Jurassic World movie maybe a second i I'm not. no he didn't um, but it's set one year after Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and spoilers, not, I guess spoilers, but like at the end of that movie, the dinosaurs were kind of let loose into the world. Mm. And so this is kind of an example of like a family that is going camping and they encounter dinosaurs while Mm. they're camping and Mm. it's one family and it's eight minutes, it's very short, but it's done pretty well. Uh, Like, I would like to see kind of more stuff like this. It's pretty fun. Um, So hopefully this is kind of like a uh, preview of kind of what's to come with the next Jurassic World movie because I really liked where they were going with the last one, Hmm. um, with the ending. So it'd be fun to see. I would definitely recommend watching it. It's not much of a time commitment, so.
2: I wonder if we're gonna start seeing more things like this as like tests for series. So think about like, Instead of, like, we're taking on this thing for 12 episodes, it's like, do we test out this idea with an audience with an eight-minute short? Yeah. Instead but, of doing but,
1: focus groups, like, just yeah. put it on YouTube.
0: And right. See and I feel like that's how people get into the business now. It used to be, like, I'm going to write a script and just blindly send it to a, a studio. But I feel like now with, like, everything, like – let's just make a short film and hopefully it turns into something. I feel like there's been a lot of things that have kind of started that way. Mm -hmm. So it could be even a way of testing out directors and everything.
2: Because that's kind of what Pixar's thing was and even Disney animation of like doing shorts and that kind of stuff, which they've gotten away from a little bit. But like in some sense, that was a lot of the reason that they were doing that is to Mm. like test new talent, bring on new talent without giving them the commitment of a feature. So that's interesting.
1: Well, you guys remember that Fresh Prince Yes. remake uh, <laughs> not just the show <laughs> the remake trailer that went on Vimeo and that yeah, was just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. yeah that was great and it's like we're at, I haven't heard anything since then but we're all like wondering like oh is this a real thing is this a real thing and it, mm-hmm. I, I think I said on air like I wonder if this is somebody like kind of putting it out there just to see if there's any traction mm-hmm. Yeah, which maybe there's yeah. not because I haven't heard anything because there's
0: a lot that. of work that went into that mm-hmm. I, yeah
1: it looked like a legit show like there
0: were so many scenes to set up and everything yeah. it's crazy but mm-hmm. yeah I hope that becomes something
1: yeah Uncle Feel, all right. Uh, so, we've talked about this before, and long before it was, it kind of was like, "Hey, this is a thing." It was a trailer, and then nothing happened for a year. It seemed like, but Rocco's two years. was it two years? Yeah, man. So, Rocco's Modern Life, Static Cling, has released on Netflix. Have you guys watched it? I did. I have not. I I did watch it. Uh, I'm going to give our quick (laughs) thoughts. Um, And it was kind of, for me, it was what the trailer said it was. I mean, it was exactly the same tone, and the premise is basically Rocco, Heffer, and Filbert get launched into space for 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, They're kind of living somehow, and they didn't really explain how they live, but uh, they... (laughs) Find their way I back to answers. Earth. Yeah, they find their way back to Earth, and they're still kind of living that 90s life while everybody else has moved on, and now they're acclimating to today's times.
0: And Rocco's having trouble getting used yeah. to all the change, and it's, it's kind of like a very meta very plot meta. where yeah. he comes back, and the only thing that was comforting to him in space was watching this TV show they liked and he comes back and he finds out that it doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. So he's trying to get the creator and all that stuff to make the TV show again. And it doesn't uh. turn out the way that he likes and mm-hmm. has to deal with the change and all that kind of stuff. So it's a very, it's kind of just it's commentary clever. on yeah. a lot of the things we talk about on a regular <laughs> basis, <laughs> like, it is, yeah. not liking things changing, but like want things back the way that they used to be. And just, well, it's kind of so. giving
1: a middle finger to people who <laughs> wanted Rocco's modern life to come back. Exactly. You know, it's, like, it's
0: like why make this? Like, but it's I don't know. It's it's also like a testament of like bring back the creators that made made it in the first place mm-hmm. because even in the show they try to cheap out on remaking that show. Yeah. and Nobody likes it. So, um, it's it's cool because the original creators made this and it it was great. It, it had the same charm and humor as the original. That's really that's animation clever. was great. And, I like the premise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was. It was interesting seeing this, and I, like it's—it's it's been probably since it was on the air that I last watched *Rocco's Modern Life*. Sure, and seeing everything, yeah. like all the jokes and stuff, <laughs> where I was like. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the case for you, right? Wes? Yeah, I totally <laughs> don't
0: watch it every Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Covers Rocco's tattoo.
1: <laughs> but but Heather and I Heather and I were watching it and we're just like, man, this used to be our favorite Nick tune, but man, this is so weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, they were yeah. really eccentric. It, it, it yeah.
0: felt like it. They never left. Like yeah, it, it, it the really same did. Humor
1: and everything. It's yeah. Cool. Um, hmm. So, if you were a big fan of Rocco, I'd recommend checking right. it out. It's worth. Yeah. It, it was well
0: done. It's relevant, the messaging and everything. So. I love
1: that. It reminds me of the um, the Simpsons movie where at the beginning they go to see the itchy and scratchy movie and Helmer stands up and he's like, why are Why is everybody paying money to see this something that <laughs> they can watch every week on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here is a sucker, especially you, and like points at the camera. It's <laughs> brilliant. So it's kind of like, you know, like, Simpsons, why did we underrated. remake this? I like that. was yeah, uh, good. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, check it out. Um something else that has been remade and is on Netflix is The Dark Crystal. And it's I guess not remade, but it's kind of the just yeah. the, I don't know. Is it serve, does it serve as a sequel or just it's a continuation a pre- of the it's story? It's a prequel. Prequel, that's right. Okay. So, um, I have not watched it. It does look beautiful, but it's just not my forte. So Through your forte? It's yeah, no, probably more my 3T. Mm. Not quite 4 yet. Yeah. Um, so again, I, we'll have to lean in to Wes on this Well, one. it's like,
0: I, I started to watch the first episode and I don't know if it was just my mood or whatever, but I got kind of halfway into it and it was because like, I watched the original movie like a week beforehand just to kind of refresh myself cause I haven't seen it in a long time and it's hard to kind of get acclimated with that world I, because it's like it's not widely known in pop culture the way that things like Star Wars and things like that where it's like it's not hard to kind of keep up with like, okay, who are these people and what's the purpose and all that. So I feel like it was mm-hmm. kind of burning a lot of calories trying to kind of get into the story. And I know that they had to probably do a lot of setup because I know that a lot of people watching this probably haven't watched it in a while. probably um, But I... It's it's not that it sucked or anything. I just don't think I was in the mood for it then. But it's beautiful. I, I the CG and the puppetry together is just awesome. Hmm. Um, and I I'm looking forward to watching it. But so we might be able to talk about it later. But uh, more in depth. Yeah, it looks good.
1: I mean, it does look gorgeous. And combining CG with puppetry, um, it's one of those things that I always harp on is just like if you. Mix practical effects with CG in the right way. Yeah, this it can just work so well. Yeah, it can really work to your advantage. Um, and just based on the trailer, I see this and it lo- looks gorgeous. So. Yeah,
0: a lot of love went into this. The people that made this like care so much for it. Mm. And you can just tell, I don't even know how Netflix was able to fund this because it, it seems very expensive, <laughs> yeah. all the sets and puppets and everything. It's crazy. But, it's that Jim
1: Henson money. Yeah. yeah. They I'm glad like, exist.
2: All that money they were going to give to the next season of House of Cards, they got canned, <laughs> like, uh, make our Dark Crystal thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one cool thing is that the baby that was in Labyrinth, is now works for the Jim Henson company and worked with the puppets and stuff on this show. So that was a fun little kind of circle of life moment. That is cool.
1: Well, something else that (laughs) we'll have to lean into Wes on, (laughs) because Colin and I have not watched it or probably won't watch, maybe we'll watch someday, but we're too scared, scared It Chapter 2 has come out. Mm -hmm. And Wes, you were very, very big on, as well as a lot of people were very big on the first Mm -hmm new iteration of It and Chapter 2 has come out and I am interested in hearing your thoughts because I've heard very mixed reviews on Chapter 2 of It. Oh.
0: Yeah, there has been mixed re- reviews but yeah, I did really love the first one. I've probably watched it five or six times. Like, I really love it. Hmm. Um, so my expectations were really high and but I thought it was great. You know, like, it definitely wasn't, it, I didn't like it as much as the first one but mm-hmm. I don't feel like it really disappointed hmm. Um, The thing about chapter two was that they knew how much everybody loved the kids in the first movie. Mm -hmm. So even though the first movies were about just the kids and the second one was supposed to be just about the adult versions, they kind of shoehorned flashbacks and the kids of the kids and everything. And I think they did a little too much because like it kind of killed the momentum of the adult characters sometimes. Uh And like. They even had to de-age some of the kids, like Finn Wolfhart, had because he's grown a lot since then. Yeah. So, like, some of that was kind of distracting. Like, like some kids that. were some kids were better than others, but yeah, definitely with Finn Wolfhart was probably the worst of it. But um, I kind of wish they would have stuck more to the adult characters and kind of just left the kids on their own. Hmm. Um, but it did kind of play more like how the book and the miniseries were structured, because like. And those they kind of bounce back and forth between the kids and the adults, like so much so you kinda of don't know what's happening because they bounce back and forth so much. But huh. um but they did an amazing job casting adult versions of the kids. Like and of course Bill Hader stole the show. I forget he was, about Bill Hader, man. I laughed at everything he did and he even showed a lot of like emotional acting in it, which I mean, he's a great actor he like I, I've only seen him mostly in in comedies like I know he's got that show Barry that where he which is has done fantastic job, which I haven't
1: watched it it but, is such a good show
0: yeah but yeah he's a phenomenal actor but um, and Honestly, this whole movie was a lot funnier than I thought it would be. It Hmm. constantly kind of defuses scary parts with humor or kind of realizing the ridiculousness of like kind of what's happening. So they almost kind of do that too much where it doesn't like I can kind of empathize with people are like, oh, that probably would be scary. But I don't feel like this movie was nearly as scary as the first one could have been if like you get scared easily.
2: Should I just watch the second one? (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) Maybe, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, the main complaint I have about it though is they they added too much CG with it. And especially to Mm. Bill Skarsgård who took away all of the creepy stuff about Pennywise. Like he's able to be so practical about how he moves moves his eyes and his lips and everything that they just added too much to him and it kinda took away the creepy factor of oh. him because he can do so much practically. Um but I can guarantee you that even though they closed out the story and this was it, that they told the whole story, they're going to keep making pennywise movies. Hmm. Like I bet they're probably gonna make like an origin story or As something long as it like keeps that. making money, they'll keep yeah. making it. Yeah. They, it's just making too much money for them not to keep going. I don't want them to. I hope they keep it as is, but yeah.
1: Well, uh so back to the back to the de-aging thing. Wasn't the this the plan the whole time to do two movies, right? Like yeah. that was So why didn't they shoot all of the childhood well, scenes? I think they didn't they realize
0: how much people would love the kids. Oh, so or they kind of How retconned. well it worked. Okay. So like I think they tried everything they could to bring it back to be kind of like a selling feature for it. But I don't know. I don't think it worked quite as well. It kind of seemed like it was just shoehorned in, like it didn't Hmm. help the story as much.
1: Mm. Which is indicative of like, oh, this wasn't part of the plan. Like we need to find a way to get these kids in here.
0: And I know that fans of the book really liked it because there was a lot of weird stuff that if you don't have context for it as far as the book goes, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. But I think that fans of the book were really fans Hmm. of... certain parts that they included but hmm.
1: um, yeah mm-hmm. I
0: liked it but <laughs> well, I don't know how much you guys would <laughs> <laughs> sure
1: speaking of too much CG we have one more thing to review and that is The Lion King so we talked about the Aladdin that was and all
0: CG it was surprising <laughs> <laughs> I know
1: they said it was live action which parts were CG <laughs> Just uh, like the titles, fire, like the and, titles and stuff, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, like some of the trees.
2: Yeah. yeah, I was like, "There's no way they made those giant letters and put them in there." Right? There's no way.
1: I mean, the animal actors were great, but it was the CG around them that.
2: Yeah, where do you think they studied? Like, do you think they had like their own know. dorms? That's a
1: great question. Maybe somewhere overseas, like maybe somewhere in Africa. Yeah,
2: something. that makes sense.
1: Um, so, Colin and I have seen The Lion King. No, West and I have seen The Lion King, right? That's correct. I have not design. seen it. So when we reviewed Aladdin, I Which was it means a lot Aladdin, because
0: you are there day one of most Disney yeah. things. This well, one I wasn't
1: excited about for good reason, right? So we've kind of voiced our concerns about this movie, and it was what I feared it was, and it was so beautiful and it was so well made and so realistic that they it took all the emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it
0: did nothing for me.
1: It like when Mufasa dies, spoiler alert, (laughs) um, it's (laughs) like you don't you don't feel the same emotion that you felt in 95 with the original of Simba being sad. Because when you are making something so realistic, animals just don't emote the way humans do. So it would take it out of the realism. So they don't have Simba emote in a way that we can connect with you. So you hear it in the voice, but you don't see it on the face. And that's a constant throughout the whole film.
0: They just look dead inside. Like, there's... they tried so hard to make it look real and it's like of course animals don't talk so it's mm-hmm. like they had just had no expression on their face and it just kind
1: of killed it well and so people kind of slam the voice actors people say I've heard people say the voice acting was bad and honestly I don't think that's the, that's the case but I think what some are, are better than others it, yeah for sure but I think the problem is is people aren't seeing what they're hearing and they're blaming the voice actors but they really should blame yeah the fact that the animation doesn't match the voice
0: and it's like even the music was a letdown for me because it's Mm, the freaking lion King. It has one of the best, like not only soundtracks, but best scores, like of a Disney movie. And like, it needed to be like epic and powerful. And it was, it was just dull. And like, I should have been crying my eyes out from the opening of this movie and the closing of the movie, but it just barely Mm -hmm. got me at all. And like, I don't know. I feel like the one thing that did work was Timon and Puma stole the show for sure. Because yeah, I agree with that with the, with this movie, they pretty much did it shot for shot. Like there were like I was re- like thinking in my head, like knowing the lines yeah, that were coming Yeah, it was like ninety
1: five percent of the original. Wow. And
0: but Timon and Puma were the only ones that kind of like improvised and like mm-hmm. actually did something different.
1: And, and oh man, Seth Rogen cannot sing. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but it was yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, I've heard some people actually say the opposite, that they, they hated Tomon and Pumbo. But I I thought both uh Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen did a good job and they yeah. were like they served their purpose, which was comic relief. Yeah. Um and so I did laugh at those parts. The the songs were <clears throat> specifically can you feel the love tonight kind of just made me which maybe shake my le- head.
0: which was during the day by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was sunlight when they were singing. Oh it. wow.
1: And they overthought it, right? Because when it's dark, you can't have practical lighting in Africa. So it would be too dark. So then they made it (laughs) in the daytime. But um, that was, that sounded, and uh, Heather uh, made this comment to me. Heather's my wife, by the way. Um, She made the comment to me, like it it sounded like two people trying to make solos at the same time. It wasn't a duet. It was Donald Glover and Beyonce's doing her voice roles and showing off her diva voice. But it's like that's not that's not the right voice for this. Like yeah. it seemed like two people competing to to sing a solo, and they just put them together.
0: And I love Jon Favreau. I think the fact that he was working on both this and The Mandalorian at the same time really hurt it because. Mm-hmm. Um, he was directing this and like, it almost seemed like there was no director with this. There was no direction mm.
2: and copied the first one. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's like, do this, but better. Animated. And like,
0: I, I know that I know the way he thinks. And like, I know that he was probably his purpose in this was to push the visuals of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's what he did. Like with the jungle book and everything he does, he wants to push it. But it's like, there's, it was just soulless. And mm. I, because animals I'm, don't have souls. I, I'm a, I'm very excited for, for Mandalorian, but I hope it doesn't suffer the same fate as this because he was mm. trying to – he's doing Star Wars and Lion King at the same time. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, do a side <laughs> project, a, a little side project while you're doing these huge things. Don't, don't do both of these, yeah. like, massive properties at the same time.
2: Yeah. You can tell it's, like, Disney really banking on him, though, in yeah. that sense. Like, that's a big risk on their part as well. Yeah.
0: And I was like, I was super excited when they announced him as director. I'm like, all right, yeah, he's mm-hmm. definitely gonna do this right. He's not just gonna do a carbon copy
1: of it, but man. Is there a change that you liked? Did I they... definitely
0: liked the the beetle rolling the piece of poop <laughs> like for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good. That was PBS. a weird transition. They were, they were trying to show like the circle of life. Right, yeah. Um, you know, when Simba lays down and like grass comes up and it flows through the wind and Rafiki gets the grass and he's like, oh, mm-hmm. he's alive. Yes, he alive. They did this whole thing where it showed it going through nature and it kind of was showing the circle of life and of uh, like how everything kind of integrated with one another. But like it literally showed a beetle rolling a piece dumb of beetle poop going and, to town. Yeah,
2: doing what them dung beetle done did.
0: I don't know a change that I super like.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm racking my brain. It, it it was either a change where I'm like, or it was a change where it was just like, okay, that's a change. It, you know, it wasn't good or bad. Uh, just but, an alternate kind of thing. Yeah. So, huh. I mean, there were there were very few changes. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Like, there was, like, the dynamic with the hyenas and Scar.
1: Oh, I felt like that was lacking.
0: Like, he wasn't, like, the leader, and they were his little henchmen. Like, there was, like, a partnership, almost, with, like, there was a head hyena and
1: Scar. Which did make the ending make more sense, that they would turn on him. Um, Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the only spoiler. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But it's, um, yeah, so... That that was okay, but then I missed Ed. You know, like the laughing goofy yeah. hyena that was comic relief. Mm-hmm. And they were a lot more serious. They were not as goofy, and I kind of missed that. And I don't know, eh, blah. And "Be Prepared" was cut short, like very short. I didn't mm-hmm. mind that. I've never really liked that song. Uh, but I just didn't. I felt I, I feel the same way about that song. But it did feel like it was missing. It felt like something was missing there. Like. I don't know what it was. I do
0: feel like the one thing it gained from doing the movie like this was the battle between Simba and Scar at the end mm. was a lot more epic and like Okay, yeah. It yeah, yeah. you felt it a little more because they could actually add action to it mm. where it's like you kinda in the original they showed a lot of slow motion and things like that. Yeah, but low frame uh, rate. I feel like that was the only part that I'm like, okay, this is this is why you do it, but like that was like I don't know, fifteen seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Colin, don't see Lion King. <laughs>
2: check no, I think there I mean, I'm not necessarily like boycotting. I'll probably watch it eventually when it's on Disney Plus or whatever. But I think there is a part of it to where I don't really savor like like even watching like the Lady in the Tramp trailer I don't know if you watch that or not, like I don't want i i I love the old cartoon version, yeah. but I have to think about like if Walt Disney was alive now. Like a lot of what he was doing with animation at that time was really pushing the yeah. technology that was possible with that they had available. So there's a part of it where I'm like, I get what we're after, but if we're gonna do this kind of storytelling, like tell a new story mm-hmm. instead of telling the story that you, because th- we already have memories for that. Like we already have a comparison in our mind that you can't really get to. And this it's just This was harder.
0: the first time that I've really felt like they were trying to replace an original. I feel like with other ones, like oh, that's an adaptation of it. It's like even Aladdin, even though it's the same kind of storyline, it's like oh, they're trying to do something a little new with it. Mm-hmm. With this, it's like it feels like they're trying to just be like, okay, we need a modern version so kids will like it now. Let's forget the other one and just do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think Disney would want to do that. And yeah. I've said it before. I think they need to like do things that didn't do as well, like Black Cauldron and yeah. things like that that don't really have you know, a f- epic like fan base to it that like everybody hinges their entire childhood on.
2: Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, anything like they did with the guardians, a little bit like guardians does nothing until it is now. Yeah. You know? exactly. So I think there's, there is a place that I'm hoping that, uh, when they're getting into Disney plus and other platforms like that, is that going to open the door for them to be able to not feel the pressure of like, we have to make a giant summer blockbuster. Otherwise we're not making anything yeah. Yeah. that I wonder if that sort of, uh, Levels that playing field a little bit to where they get a little bit more uh, bravery in what they make. Well, and and they
1: ch- clearly are strapped for cash, so yeah. that's a big tension. Really there. Been and just the fact that
0: they release Aladdin and Lion King like a the, month or yeah. two apart was—I don't know why they did that. Mm-hmm. Could
2: yeah. get them out there.
1: Well, what do you at home think of The Lion King or It or Dark Crystal or Rocco or anything else that we've mentioned? Or we face off to, or face off. Uh, just let us know what you think about Nicholas Cage. You can <laughs> contact <laughs> us at PassForwardCast <laughs> on all the social medias. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We have oh, an email. What's that? We're
0: on Spotify now.
1: Oh, hey, yeah, we're on Spotify now. So yeah. if you have Spotify, yeah. <laughs> go, go listen the, to us on Spotify. You hear the exact
0: same thing there.
1: Yeah. 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 So yeah. if yeah, Spotify is your platform of choice and you pa- just
0: pause your Eddie Money. Yeah. Go well, right over to us.
1: If you've been listening to us, just uh, like if we're the only reason you've been listening to uh, your podcast, Apple Podcast app, yeah. you now can finally delete it and go to Spotify. Get rid of it and go wrong. back to Spotify. That's yeah. right. But Get you rid can of also, Stitcher.
0: You, know, you don't need no, it anymore. Don't need it. That's the only reason you need it is to listen to us.
1: <laughs> so you can also email us at at com. We'd mm-hmm. love to hear from you. And hey, give us a review on iTunes. Why not? Even if you don't listen to us through iTunes or Apple Podcasts anymore and you're listening to us through Spotify, still go to Apple Podcasts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't us. even think there's a way Alrighty. to review podcasts on Spotify. No. So.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, if there is, go ahead and re- rate us, review us there. Yeah. And uh, Send Spotify an
0: email and say, Starry. Five stars, Password Podcast.
1: <laughs> 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 and I guess that's it for us. So until next time, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous. Stay Gold, Pony Boy. Later, Snorks.
0: Pass Ward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios and Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida.
1: Not! Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's on! Oh, yeah! Kick it!